Hey, yo, what's good, guys? Welcome to uh, Contrast Comedy, the black and white of comedy. Um, you're one of your hosts, Teddy B. And I'm Jerry Corley. Yeah, man. So uh, kick back, relax, enjoy uh, today's episode. You'll hear Teddy talk about his uh, 20 principles. And uh, mainly, Teddy kind of takes over this podcast. Enjoy. It's the Sativa. <laughs> Leaves is great, um, uh, the, the but, thing but is, there's so much, right? That yeah. it's you're gonna get lost. In, no. uh, <laughs> what, what? I'm stuck in the fucking. I am lost in the sauce, but it's not necessarily like where do I go. It's just so fucking intriguing. Like, like I've been so engulfed in like the real world and like what uh, you think that television is like real when it comes to really find out that like reality TV is basically wrestling, but it's like. The drama is in fucking YouTube. Like it is like these content creators are such they're petty and it is drama. And then it's like it's almost like watching like true crime for like like what happened with celebrities. But then you're hearing it for these YouTube people. And then the, the common thing that keeps getting me is how it's like they just did it. Like, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you waiting for? Like, if these people, these people can do it, then why are you not doing it? And yeah, then- so, yeah, 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 dude, dude, that's so true, right? Uh, look at some of these guys and look at, look at like Sniper. I don't know if you've heard the story. Dude, Sniper, the whole Sniper, Sniper Wolf. Wolf shit, bro. I've been going crazy. You, you, you oh, yeah, I love Mr. Beast. Within six months. Your first video. So was- this, I, you just, cl- yeah. I, so he, this compilation of tips he gives. Yo, I mean, it's just uh, yeah, watching and I read Daryl Lee's book and yeah. then I started watching these, this compil- compilation and I was like, he nutshells everything. And it's like, oh, shit, I get it. But still, we're going to st- we're still going to repeat some of the same mistakes. Yeah. And it's like one of the things he got to, said to me um, that really registered. He goes, tell them what you're going to tell them what they're going to get from this video right at the beginning. And it's like, there's too much. I have too much shit that I talk about before I get to. Here's what you're going to get. And I know better than that. It's game of the scene. Yeah. Give the audience the game of the scene. And I was mm. like, why am I breaking that rule? Because it's a fucking YouTube video. So, yeah, man, that, yeah, uh, yeah. so this one takes a lot of that Daryl Leaves book and nutshells it in this Hell video. Yeah. And I think you'll enjoy that. Double and also market. this dude right here, I just was looking at him. Um, this uh, Is this the one hour compilation? Yeah, I think it is. It's the one hour compilation. Mr. B's best YouTube advice. There's one hour compilation, too, uh, of the best uh, YouTube advice. So it's like, um, and it's like. This guy goes, I bought 5 million YouTube views. Here's what happened. Why would you buy views? That's another thing I've been finding out, dude. Like freaking Travis, like they do this shit in music too. I'm pretty sure you knew. But like Travis Scott allegedly, well, I don't even think it's allegedly. His his, his old manager actually straight up said it, that he bought all his freaking um, fans on SoundCloud. That's how he, to get his clout. And I, I know a lot of um, people do that stuff with Twitter and they do it with uh, Facebook, but I didn't know you can like, actually boost your fucking views <laughs> yeah you can just buy them i'm not going to do that i refuse to do that because it's like i don't care about views the views i i, I only want people watching my channel who really are, are going to benefit what I'm, from what I'm doing yeah. i mean buying when you buy your views you can't really gauge what's working what's not working so to yeah. improve your channel right it's so it's like box. you want to you want to you know so um uh, let's see YouTube tips ruining your views in 2023. Stop doing this. There's this guy. He's pretty. I like the way he 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 blasted out real fast, and it's easy uh, to Robert to, Queen. Yeah, to understand Robert Benjamin. Yeah, that guy's cool. I I actually subscribed to some of his stuff. He was the he was the reason why I went hard last year with my TikTok stuff, and then I kind of fallen off. And then after like going through the YouTube thing, it was like, bro, like, why am I like, I guess I get it that I want to get into the YouTube and all that shit. But like, I really was good with TikTok last year. You know, like I really did good. Like granted some of the shit was, but I was getting views. People were watching and shit like that. So I just need to get back more on that one and attack that one and get better with that. But yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's one thing that, uh, that Mr. Beast, like, 
says, he goes, your first 100 videos are going to suck. They're going to suck. You just got to go 100. I don't think I have 70. It's like I'm still sucking. <laughs> I was ta- I was talking to one of my older friends. I, this is one. This is a guy that I used to be really, really tight with. And then we fell off. Uh, I've, I had to take a break from a month after 2020 that during 2020, because, you know, I got I, I, I drunk the woke juice and it, not not sitting there saying like I'm all, like basically he was, he was just way too much like going hard on like uh the 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 antifa and the, the blm and after all that shit happening i was like bro i gotta take a break from you obviously he was white um but uh before all that happened he had told me like dude teddy you'd be so good on youtube you could be doing vlogs and i was at that time i was like bro what are you talking about wasn't comedy wasn't even in my mind wasn't even thinking mm-hmm. about any of that shit and now it's just like fuck man i should it's just one of those things it's like the same thing they say with investing you should have did it 20 years ago but now it's be- or the best time to do it is 20 years ago but uh as long as you're but the second next best, best time to do it is right now. right now and so i'm in it so that's the good thing at least i'm in it now so that's and he's all right. dude it takes about five years so i was like fuck man <laughs> five, like years. five years yeah. five years for five youtube years. like to get there and pretty much from everything that i've been watching because i've been watching a lot of content creators and stuff and just try again like just trying to like where do i like where do i fit in like how do i want to get in on this like because obviously what I am doing right now is not working where I'm just like posting my jokes. And I know that some of it is I just need to probably do better with my thumbnails. Uh, but it's like the the it's the I'm looking to see like what's going and it's like the sketches and shit. I'm like, so but what man, are you what I'm are you pothead, I'm lazy. I don't want to fucking do it. So depends on your angle. Right. What is the angle? What is the angle of the video is the angle, man, I'm trying comedy for the first time. And uh, man, I've been struggling with some jokes like here's, you know, here's like, here's the joke I'm working. So now that the audience knows what we're going through and then they can decide whether or not whether they want it. That's a good point. Yeah. If it has an angle, now we will pay attention. Say say what I need to say. I have just been doing comedy for like three months because I saw a dude putting up comedy. He put up his bombs. Mm hmm. Like here are my bombs. I've been just I've been just starting. I'm gonna share this whole thing, whether it works or not. I'm putting it up so you can see the bombs and the ones that work. And it's like uh, so you know, and it's like my first time doing YouTube, my first time doing stand up. So I'm a newbie. So you know, um, yeah. And so so be gentle. Yeah, no. <laughs> and he says that almost every video. So it's like okay, so you at least you know the angle of yeah. what he's doing rather than just a joke. Right. No, right. that's a good point. And that's something else I've been thinking. And because it's like, you got to have the hook. You got to like bring people in. Cringe seems to be like works. And I do have some kind of cringe jokes or I can like just make it make people think that it's cringe because hook them in. And it almost might be like a baited switch, but at least my shit's not like I'm not like horrible or some shit like that. So they would bait them into the thinking it's cringe. But then it'd be like, hey, this motherfucker is actually funny. Let me go like follow him or some shit like that. So, I mean, that so might I, work that might unless they're actually thing. looking for cringe. And then they'd be like, no, fuck this guy. He says yeah, he's fails. cringe <laughs> because that's the other thing that I'm bro. Trolls, man. Like I thought trolls were just on like Twitter. Like, really, that's where I thought trolls were just at was Twitter. Like, trolls be making people do crazy shit. And then it's like the we sit there and we complain about how people shouldn't like we shouldn't give like there should be licensings for people to be have guns and all that stuff like that. And I totally agree. I totally agree with that. There should be licensing for people to be on YouTube and be on the Internet. Bruh, they let there's these. <laughs> have you ever heard of Chris Chan? Have you heard of no. that guy? No. <laughs> this kid has, I went down a freaking deep rabbit hole with Chris Chan. A three hour freaking, I've never been on YouTube to watch a video for three hours, but I was wow. in, I was enthralled with this Chris Chan thing. One, because we're both born in the same year. And I don't know, I get weird about that type of stuff. Cause it's like, it's almost like that whole sliding door is like, Ooh, what you should have had a com- you should have had, uh, like had a conversation <laughs> with Lena. She's all into numerology and birthdays and things like that. Uh, she's, she's got some, uh, some of that stuff. She goes, Teddy B didn't even say hi to me. <laughs> I'm not the, like, like, dude, I got, I said, I- she goes, he gets nervous. Doesn't he? I said, yeah, he does. He he's like he's not good in no. like he's I'm he's not, a nerd. I'm, he's a nerd. 
<laughs> and that's the thing, dude. So it's like you see, saw that hug he gave me right when we first we hadn't seen each other in person ever. We see it first, and he like pressed me into his belly button. You saw that, didn't she? Goes, what? No, he didn't. Just a joke. <laughs> But that's the thing about it, like with this whole like so this Chris Chan dude born same year as me, white guy, uh, but he has autism. So he's a little bit on the what you you wouldn't necessarily call him God's special children. But, you know, you might have rode the short bus. But anyways, he gets on the Internet and trolls just make this dude do crazy stuff. But the thing about it is this dude's just so like he just goes after girls. He just talks to girls. Granted, he's creepy and he does creepy shit about it. But he just does it. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? If this dude is as autism, but it's like, it's not like I'm bad. I mean, I did, I, I, I was married for a little bit. So obviously I'm not that bad. But I mean, it's just like, what the fuck, Teddy? Like, get your shit together. <laughs> well, you're holding yourself account, you're holding up to the standard of other people. And I, in fact, I've just shot a YouTube video that'll be editing and putting up. And it, a lot of it, it's like, um, you know, Amir. In the a la carte classes, he mm. basically sent me a question about how do you deal with certain shit? Um, like, you know, I have a problem with uh, when a joke bombs. I can't, you know, it, I, it hurts my ego and I don't know how to deal with that. And I'm like, get your ego out of the way. It's not about you. It's about that. You're, you're a mechanic. You're a mechanic. You're like a mechanic, a joke mechanic. All right. If you bring your car in um, and it's not working and the mechanic works on it and then all of a sudden starts doing the same thing again, you bring it back to that mechanic. Does he want to drive off a cliff? No, no, it's not about because it's not about him. It's about the car, right? Uh, his fix didn't work. He'll try another fix. That's I'm all there is to it. Myself how, horrible mechanic. Fix the fucking joke, <laughs> you know, and don't worry. You know, it's not about you. And it's like and one of the things that gets in our way is this. This is the this is the this is the this is it, man. You need to take some time and you need to do this. You need to find out what your what your life's philosophy is. Write down what things that are you feel strongly about, what things that you don't feel strongly about. Basically, start eliminating the things you don't feel strongly about and come up with your mantra. What is your mantra? My mantra is I love to help people. I think love is the most powerful force in the universe. I try to be nice to everybody on the way up. I'll meet those same people on the way down. But my parents raised me under the idea is wouldn't it be great to take care of everybody? You can't, but wouldn't it be great? So that's it. I'm a diehard liberal. I take care of people. Um, and so it's like, but, and I love to help. So, yeah. and I love, and I'm passionate about my craft. So it's like, and I feel strongly with who I am. So it's unwavering sense of who I am, right? I know I am perfect in all of my fucking flaws. And perfectly right? perfect. <laughs> yeah, right? So it's like, and I'm I'm happy about those flaws because they make me yeah. who I am. It's yeah. the same thing with love. Yeah. If my girlfriend decided to cheat on me, I wouldn't tell my wife. And uh, <laughs> like if my girlfriend, like if I was with somebody and she cheated on me and she left me for that person, <laughs> yes, it would break my heart. I'd be sad. But ultimately, if I really do um, love her unconditionally, I want her to be happy. So even though it hurts, I want you to be happy. I'll get over the fucking pain. Yeah. But are you happy? Well, I'll make sure you're happy. You're ha That's good. Because it's it's not if she's not happy with me, I'm not going to get her back. She's got if she's got to find her happiness and so it happens not to be with me. And that's cool. Philosophies are kind of like your uh, like your principles, right? Like you have yeah, like your principles, principles you all of that. Write down Bro, your principles I got, and, dude, I and ID who you are. What you does your what does you your album who cover? You're talking to Mr. Corley here. What does your album cover look like? <laughs> the blurred, the nerd, not afraid to be the nerd. The I own that shit deeply, right? So that own it. Don't be afraid of it, right? right so it's so like here's so you my know what? and once you do have that unwavering sense of self. Bombing doesn't hurt so much anymore. No, it does not. Because you don't care. I got 20 life principles. You want to hear them? Yeah. Here's my 20 life principles. All right, here we go. All right, Theodore Emanuel. Oh, shit, I just doxed myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I learned. I learned about doxing. I learned about SWAT. Dude, I'm learning about 4chan. Like, ah, it's crazy. But anyways, I digress. Are you uh, watching Mudahar? 
dude, I heard about that's the dude, uh, not not your ordinary gamer, right? That's yes, a, yes. yeah. I've, I'm learning about him through H3 or not, dude. Turkey Tom, love that guy. He does the work. And then there's also the anarchist where the they 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 literally basically it's like watching like like a documentary on these YouTuber people. To me, it's just great because it's letting me know the mistakes of not to do what, like how to get it. And again, like I said, that through line is you just got to fucking do it. So I'm, I'm more I'm inspired or inspired, inspired. Yeah, I'm, I'm inspired. Inspired. <laughs> I'm inspired. <laughs> All right. The edu- educated. Um, edu- edutainment. <laughs> edutainment. <laughs> so the life principles of Theodore Emanuel best. Uh, number one, everything you do in life, everything you do in life counts. Like, like, no matter where you're at, because sometimes people want to sit there and be like, oh, well, uh, I'm not at, I'm not at work, so I don't got to be like that. Or I'm not at church. You know what I'm saying? But everywhere, like no matter where you're at, it counts. So when you're talking, your if you're talking down on somebody, that's going to come back to you. Yep. If you're like, you know, and I try to limit those things, even though I'm a comedian, I'll talk some shit about people and make sure if it really does hurt them. I dial that back because that yeah. it's not, you know, comedy is not about really hurting somebody, but you can have opinions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, definitely. yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Number two, um, things have a natural way of working themselves out. And that's like something that's like once I learned that one a while ago, bro. Dude, yeah. It helps you so much with like an anxiety and shit, especially oh, yeah. when you uh, do the mantra yeah, that things have a natural way of working themselves out because there's like once there's definitely something that I learned on top of that, which was later on in the years, was that it's going to like whatever's going to happen is going to happen regardless. Yeah. So yeah. why exert all that negative energy mm-hmm. when you can't be using that positive energy on yeah. other things. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, I remember the, in relationships, yeah. I used to say to women, I go, if you're cheating on me, that will reveal itself. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to go through your iPad, through your phone, check your shit. If you're cheating on me, uh, because it's happened to me time and time again over mm. the years, uh, probably because my, my, passion with my art and it's like they feel like they're being neglected or whatever um or they feel like you know one gal i was with i was working hard to try to you know and as i so i'd be at work or i'd hang out the clubs after the after the gig and she thought really thought that i was trying to avoid her Ooh. I was like, no, why would I want to avoid you? You got sick of smooth skin and you're beautiful. But I love my comedy. And <laughs> right. So it's like, got to so, and, then, and then she started to cheat on me. So then, and then the other one. But anyway, so it's like that will reveal itself. Mm-hmm. All things in the dark, all things, all things in the dark will soon be discovered in the light. That's just this is how it goes. You can't keep things in the dark for so long. I mean, case in point, we know what happened with Tupac. Yeah, we know what happened with Tupac. And yo, real quick, we'll get back yeah, to the light. Those principle. things that happen at dark will reveal themselves in the light, especially if it's black light and you're looking at the at the at the uh, bed cover at a motel, or you want to write a book, oh, or shit. you're going to write a, a book. Lot of shit that happened here. Look at that! Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> or or you're going to write a book, man. Now freaking comes out. Britney was pregnant with freaking Justin's baby, but Justin made her have an abortion. Will Justin and Jane, no Justin Timberlake, Justin and oh, Britney Spears shit. back in the day when back when they were wow, together. I did shit. not know that. No yeah. she's fucked up. <laughs> she shaved her hair. She has a book coming out. She ended up shaving her hair, not because she was crazy, but because she was trying to get agency back. That was like the one thing that she was able to control. So that's why she shaved her head. And then she did admit to uh, having that uh, cheating on Justin with that Wade Robinson dude, who was the dude who claims he got molested by Michael Jackson. Just let that sink in. But um, yeah, that's that. But let me get back to this. Number three. Uh, there's no right or wrong, good or bad until you know the context. And that's just something that you got to keep in play, especially when it comes to like being on the Internet and you don't want to be jumping into those like bandwagons of like, oh, blah, blah, blah. There's there's always two sides to the story and you should be a student, not a follower. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to like I like to get both sides of the story. That's how I always been. Like I and people sometimes be like, "Oh, that's fucked up." But I'm like, I'll like if someone told me if one person told me something on one side of it, I'll go to the other person and pretend like I have no idea what's going on, so I can actually really hear 
like an unbiased way. And then you take their two stories and then you'd be like, okay, and then you make sense of it. And then somewhere in the middle, somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. And that's where it's at. But people are too quick to like make sense out of shit because they take things out of context. You know, that's why you can't have fucking a cell phone at a comedy club nowadays, you know, because people are going to take shit out of context, you know, because when you're in the middle of working out a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Um, number four, always focus on the things you can control. Like, that's a big thing for me. Always been my thing. Like, what's in my circle of control? What's in, like, what? what is it that I have control over? Because that's the things that I need to worry about. That's what I need to be espousing my energy on. If it's outside my... Uh, what did I say? Expousing? Expousing. That's like expouse. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> expouse. Ex- that's okay. Exposing. Exposing. I'm exposing myself. <laughs> espouse. espouse. It's like when you espouse uh, your. It's like. A but there's an X in it, right? No, espouse. Oh, it's like shit. espresso. There's no, <laughs> there's no X in espresso. <laughs> but that's see that's that's the that's all that's another one to write down. down so that's one, one of my things. things. That's a, one of your flaws my, is like you know it's like uh, pronunciation of words, and so you use that to your advantage in your comedy because you know what, a million bazillion other people do the same exact thing. Yeah, you know? facts. And you facts. use that, and then yeah. you learn them as you go, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. Number five, uh, you are not your thoughts. Now, this one is like it has like a double meaning to me, because before when I used to always think about this one, it used to always just be like, oh, you know, when I'm like, I'm not ugly or, oh, um, uh, what else does it say? Like, uh, I'm a horrible person or I'm a bad dad or I'm a horrible husband or, you know, stuff like that. That's where I used to think of it. But now I've come to the realization of like, I'm not my thoughts of like, hey, yo, you should go smoke some weed. I'm like, no, I don't need to go smoke some weed or hey, yo, you don't make that phone call. I'm like, no, I can make that phone call. You know, it's like that type of stuff where because I I do listen to those thoughts a lot of like, hey, yo, dude, just go play some video games. Yeah, I should go play some video games. Hey, don't go clean up. Don't go do the laundry. Don't you know, I, I listen to those thoughts and I'm then I was like, but I'm not those thoughts. I don't have to listen to those thoughts that's not who i am that's not the person i'm trying to be so i don't necessarily have to do those things thank you for sharing but i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna do this and gotta stay on track granted it's not easy (laughs) (laughs) sometimes it's one day forward five days back but you know i I gotta keep going gotta keep going uh what were number uh, number six you oh you become what you think about sometimes like you got to be careful about that, you know, because it's good or bad. Uh, like I even got to like sometimes like stop, not think about death so much because I don't want to die, you know. But yeah. you do like you be, you become what you think about. If you constantly think and hate about somebody, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to have hate in your heart. Uh, if you think about like it's just like it's cool, though, because it is true. I always was like, dude, I want to start waking up early. I want to start waking up early. I want to start waking up early. What happens? I start waking up early. I just say I want to be good at comedy. I made that decision come the beginning of 2020. Or actually, it was like, yeah, beginning of last year. I was like, yo, I'm going all in on this comedy shit. And then I be- I've become what I thought about, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not, not sitting there saying I'm great and shit, but like, I'm good. Like, found out like amy schumer got onto the last comic standing when on her year two so i'm like hey that's that's like hey i'm year two i'm not saying that i'm gonna be on tv or shit but it's just more like i got more confidence in myself so that's just where it's at on that one so yeah and then where am i i'm that was number six uh number seven you learn something new every day you know that's just that's a true fact definitely a true fact uh number eight when times get yeah, like rough. today, I learned I wasn't oh. learning. <laughs> I like that paradox, sir. I like <laughs> that paradox. Uh, when times get rough or hard, stay in the pocket. And what that means is that's something I learned. That's like what quarterbacks do, you know, like they stay in the pocket. You don't you don't rush out. You don't run because if you do, you end up getting sacked. Same thing happens with like you got like things that are happening to you. If things are coming at you in different types of ways. You don't want to overreact. You want to stay calm. You want to be cool. Don't let them see you sweat. 
Uh, again, easier said than done, but I am getting better at that one, you know, where I just kind of like stay in the pocket and I don't try to wild out too much, Yep. you yep. know, but so your, your emotions get the best of you, man. Your emotions get the best of you. Uh, where yeah, I'm it's at. like, yeah, yeah, so it keeps you from responding emotionally. Yeah. You got to respond thoughtfully. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Be, em- be empathetic. Uh, I said that one right, right? Empathetic. Or the no, way you didn't does- say that. No. You said espouse. No, espouse. but I'm saying I I said I'm saying empathetic, right? Right? Or is it? Uh, yeah, empathetic oh. is right. Be empathetic. Okay. <laughs> be empathetic. <laughs> just be just be uh, pathetic. Well, you, you just mean... be pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> be I can make something out of that. All right. Uh, it's okay. It's okay to not be okay all the time. Like that was something because I was always like, oh, I shouldn't feel like this. I shouldn't feel this way. I need to be happy. I need to be happy and all this shit. And it's like, I don't need to be happy. I don't need to I don't need to be high to um, numb the pain. I don't need to be doing all that shit. I just need to. It's okay if I fucking don't feel like doing shit. It's okay if I just want to lay in bed. It's okay if I want to fucking just play video games. As long as I don't make it every fucking day. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. You know, that's a big one. Uh, Always look for the lesson. That's a big one. Always. It's just easy. There's no failures, only lessons. That's Uh, it, man. That's so true. That's a big one. That's a very big one. That's dealing with this thing that the YouTube video I'm doing on bombing, Mm -hmm. you know, how to deal with bombing. It's not bombing. It's a lesson. Exactly. Like what what Edison say? It took him a hundred thousand. It took him a thousand or thousand no or a thousand. He learned a thousand ways not to make the to make a light bulb. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Seek. Oh, this one I got from freaking Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. This is like my favorite one. Seek first to understand before expect or the the way it goes is seek first to understand and then you'll be understood. But my principle is seek first to seek first to understand before expecting to be understood. You know me because I gotta add extra words and shit. Yeah, before <laughs> no, that makes sense. Nah, but because it, it's the thing, man. expecting to be understood. Yeah, because a lot of the times we'll sit there, and this is like what Covey says too, where like people will sit there and come and tell us their problems and stuff like that, and we just we act like doctors and we just start self-diagnosing, not yeah, even yeah. understanding what their problem is. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, or like they're like you were saying with your mechanic analogy earlier, you know, it's like they coming in telling you that they got a flat tire, but you're like, Oh yeah, you, this is what you got to do to fix your radiator. It's like, bro, what yeah, you talking exactly. about? I got, I got a flat tire. I don't need a radiator fixed, you know? So if you understand and then that's a lot of times why there's like miscommunication and stuff like this is something that I try to do with my ex. But, you know, hey, whatever, you know, it is what it is. I do it with my kids. It actually does work. I'm not. Thanks. To, oh, side note. Thank you for that one. The podcast we did. I don't know if it was episode 12 or 13. One of the episodes It might have been both the episodes, really, because both those episodes I was wilding out. Oh, these kids are driving me crazy. Ah, da, da, da. But the things that you were saying really helped. I'm not yelling at him that much anymore. I'm actually like just letting it ride through and just kind of just letting them do their thing. Cause you know what? I got to take my own advice. I can't get mad at fish for swimming. And like, I can't like they're kids. Kids are going to do what kids are going to do. As long as they're not hurting themselves or anything like that. And I actually like talk to them, get an understanding. It's good. Like things are good yeah. with me and Kaiser. Things are good with me and Coda. They, they, they start yeah. to they they will exhaust themselves in telling you what's up. Yeah. And it's like you let them. You let the you listen, and you don't try to filibuster it and tell them the way it should be until you really do understand where they're coming from. All of a sudden, you go, Oh, I see what's happening. But those four days away were fucking nice, <laughs> dude. That was I, was. I wish we could have hung out more. That was like dude, a lot of fun. We're gonna bro. do that again. Seriously, that was... seriously. Like I came back, I was hugging on them. Like, oh, guys, it's so great. The whole night, everything was good. The next day, I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> it only laughed until it only laughed. Like I thought it'd be I'm like <laughs> but I was like kept it cool. I didn't fucking yell and stuff. And I was just like in my head, I was like, dude, this is like what the fuck? Not even you, you not plan even 20- more of those getaway <laughs> things, right? Because those are obviously good for you. Right? It's yeah. like you get to work on your art, you get to do your thing, your passion, then you can come back and feel like you belong. 
you know, you and then you know you're gonna have need those. Like, I, I you know, I'm one to talk. I I was on the road 43 weeks out of the year. I missed a lot of shit, mm. you know. But at the same time, I think my kids understand me. You know, I don't know. They they're probably like fuck that, you know. But uh, but I guess no, you'll I find out they, when it comes to where if they got a where they're gonna put you in the uh in the home or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to the home, man. I'm dying on stage somewhere. Uh, I'm gonna be in a home. I'm gonna be like uh, we're working until it's over. Uh number twelve. Always start with your why. Like I got away from that one for a minute, but not necessarily because I uh, I do have a couple of journals. I have a I in one of them I have an entry on why why do I work out because I'm still doing it, bro. I'm still doing it. Uh, I got an entry on why I want to be a comedian. Um, and now I'm doing one on like why I want to do TikTok and YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So that way I can like keep myself positive and just know what I'm doing. So starting off with my why. Uh, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. That's a big one. Like, especially when it comes to my house. <laughs> oh, that's an inside joke for me. That shit cracks me up. But yeah, dude, that's, that's what I say. All the, like, God damn it. Why is this house so me-? It, If it's meant to be, it's up to me. I got to make this shit happen. I got to make right. this shit happen. Yeah, like, like, why am I not getting picked for fucking comedy? Well, if it's meant, if it's if it's meant to be, it's up to me. I got to make that shit happen. I got to make that shit happen. So you know that's what I do. Uh, number what is this? Fourteen. Uh, per- <laughs> this is part where I always had that joke. But procrastination is the thief of time because it is yes. steals everything from you. Uh, finish your breakfast. You've heard me say that one before, like do the, and this one is some, some, sometimes so hard for me because I got such a sweet tooth that I, I, I want my candies or I want to smoke my weed first, but I do, I have noticed and I have taken note and I wrote in journal entries that it is like, especially when it comes to like doing my comedy or like writing comedy or even listing, it's way better to do that shit sober. <laughs> then to get high, like yeah. I, I, dude, I can't tell you how many times I'll sit there and be like, "All right, cool, I need to get creative." Like, this is the irony. I need to get creative. Let me smoke some weed. <laughs> I smoke the weed, and I'm just sitting there at the computer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh shit. This is what's going on on Twitter. Oh shit. And I'm like, I get this is like, dog. It's so fucking stupid. But if I'm like not, if I'm at work, <laughs> oh. But no, sometimes you get bored at work. But if I'm at work, sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I want to get off of something else. I'll just start listening and I'll bam doing this. Like, shit, I need to do this shit when I'm sober. So I started doing that. Um, so yeah, that's where that one is. Uh sweep your porch before you sweep the streets. And this is a big one. I think a lot of people need to do this. Just like they say, when the uh masks come down in the airplane, you gotta um freaking put those on yourself put, yeah, before you put it before you can help other people. So the same thing of like, you need to take care of yourself before you take care of other people. Also, clean your sh- If you're going to talk shit about people, make sure you got your shit clean before you out there start to, to get talk shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So that one's that one. Uh, you can't change a person. You can only inspire them to want to change themselves. Like that was big. That was a big yeah, one. Man. That's a big one. Um that's like the other one that. that that relates to that is expectations. Like I used to say to people, don't create expectations you have in other people because you will always be disappointed. No, that took me. Yeah. expectation because they're going to respond the way they respond. You have no control over that. Nope. You know, allow whatever their response is to be the response that's acceptable. Don't expect expectation based on your criteria. Just allow them to respond the way they respond because they're their own individual. You're going to yeah. be. And to 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 really expect something to somebody to behave a certain way to your stimuli is very, I think, not a kind of. I don't want to say narcissistic. I was gonna say narcissistic. Narcissistic. It's like <laughs> it's narcissistic, like, dude. But I mean, we do. We've spent we spent our lives expecting a certain response from somebody, and they don't give it to us, and then we attack them for not giving them a response that they have. They have no control over what you wanted. Yeah, like you it's know? very. It's very like we all have these like narcissistic things. Speaking of narcissism, because it's like I this is how I like start to check myself now. It's like, 
oh, they're all going to talk about me or they're all going to, I'm like, dude, that's, that's some narcissistic thoughts, Teddy. Like, ain't nobody talking about you, bro. Like, you're not that special. Like, ain't no, or I'll be like, man, they're going to try to kill me or they're going to, like, ain't nobody going to, that's really, that's really narcissistic. If you think people are out, out, out. But they're taking time to hunt your black ass down. Yeah, yeah. It's like when people—that's what I say about the bombing. I said, you really think people in Pocatello are thinking about that time you bombed? <laughs> Seriously, no, no, they don't. they're not. They, even if they were with their friends that were at that play at the same show, they'd be going, "Remember that time that comedian bombed?" They'd be like, "Yeah, which one?" Right? They don't remember you. They got shit to do. They got bills to pay. They got you know, f- f- you know, with the kids to feed. They're not like, oh man, that fucking comedian bombed. Oh my god, yeah. he he sucks. Yeah. It's over. That's it done. Is. They forgot about it. Move in on. In and out. Yeah. And plus, they're sometimes they're just like, well, fuck, dude. At least he's up there. Like I'm over That's here. Right. At least some people are like this. Whereas, like, hell, at least he's up there. Like, uh-huh. what can I sit there and say? Um, at some level, if they're actually being honest with themselves, at some level. You know, even if they don't do it in public because they're they got their old walls up and own defense mechanisms, they're making fun of you. At some levels, they're like, "Damn, I don't have the balls to get up there and do that." <laughs> at some level, they are. <laughs> What's the other one? Next, the uh, last two number or no last three. So number eighteen, uh, the things I do in life, I do because I do them consistently. <laughs> I can make a joke out of that one. <laughs> but no, it's true. But it's like that. That is true. I mean, look at like, that forearm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but like I, I, I the, the, the I'm like the things I do, I do because I do them consistently. I write jokes. I do them because I do them consistently. I freaking take take care well that's pretty much all i'm doing consistently lately <laughs> just writing jokes and smoking weed but you know i'm trying to tone down on that shit but yeah man that and work that's like pretty much it uh number 19 work hard and dedication will always get you there which is true none of this quick fix quick get rich shit just work hard there's hard work and dedication that's why it's like trips me out where it's like all like especially on youtube and especially the youtube shorts and even tiktok and shit like that where it's like have ai do all your content creation for you or do like have chat gpt do all this shit for you and it's like bro like that takes away your whole creativity like why do you want to do that and then then it popped into my head holy shit i could like tie this into like slave trade or like (laughs) <laughs> like because basically ai robots are basically now slaves people are going to treat them like slaves and shit just making them do all this grunt work and stuff like and that on, especially when you're dealing with something creative like I, I think i said at the workshop it was like uh when you're doing your lists make sure you do your own list too yeah. because there's nothing ai can come up with that's in that in your heart right it, it just won't be able to tap into that because it's just a machine yeah you know uh. so What's the so there's last one, more, one two more one left, more no no there's just one more uh do we give uh, it a drum roll drum roll <laughs> it's kind of like this is a if you have the will you'll find the way and that's just number one so those are my philosophies man those are my life principles so I mean that's kind of like where I fall in with my comedy I am I am a nerd uh I'm a dad uh but hey that gives kind of like where I am like I like I'm nerd culture dude. Like I'm, I'm a nerd I think, culture. I think you have, you know, and then we got to own that shit because there's still those times where we like, oh, we worry about that external validation. Mm. It's like somebody, um, uh, so somebody, you know, you've heard of FOMO, fear of missing out. So a lot of people have FOPO, fear of, other, uh, you know, uh, per, yeah, other people's, people's opinions. opinions. You got that it's for like, me, right? No, That's what, man, the, I, I thought I that, that was a joke thing. I made. Maybe I don't know, but there's a guy on. Uh, he's a, he does that sort of motivational yeah. stuff, and he's actually a psychologist that's worked with um, Pete Carroll, yeah, and the Seattle Seahawks, and he has some good philosophy. Russell Wilson on. needs to go see that guy. So it's like, yeah, man. <laughs> so it's like, um, so it's like knowing, you know, I it, it's so true. With like, why so many people worried about that external validation, yeah, which is it's why wild. They get affected by that it, shit. It's yeah, like, man. Don't it worry about it anymore. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody's going to remember. Yeah. Like, so I wrote a joke. I wrote a couple of jokes. I was just doing this thing. I was, uh, you know, looking for opportunities, working on that uh, reverses, like what yeah. situations create expectations. Yeah. What situations create expectation? I was pulling out the driveway. 
Uh, and um, I was like, and it's like, well, when I'm pulling out of the driveway, I'm expected to look behind me and see if there's obstacles, you know, or, you know, uh, check what's back there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and if there is, I'm expected to stop the car. That's just right. Acutely expected that I would stop. Yeah. So right away, I said, I have neighbors with these loud kids and they're always playing outside. So anytime I'm pulling out of the driveway and I hear voices, I always check and recheck the mirrors to be sure I don't miss a single thing. You know, like a brief moment when someone might be behind me and I can hit the accelerator. <laughs> Interesting fact, when it comes to kids under 10, uh, the, uh, you know, death from motor vehicle accidents increase as much as 10 times in neighborhoods where I'm driving. <laughs> and I like how you fit in the interesting fact that you're doing ooh, practice what you preach, brother. I love it. Right. Interesting fact. Right. So it's like, uh, yeah, that. Um, so anyway, so and then I changed it. I said, you know, I asked my daughter, I said, what do you think? I said, uh, do you like it as neighborhood kids or do you like it as like uh, for some reason in my neighborhood, there's now an increased amount of these electric scooters that people are riding. You got to stay vigilant, man, because like now, every time I pull out of my driveway, I always make sure to check and recheck mirrors to be sure I don't miss a single moment to hit the accelerator. <laughs> so I think that's something everybody ties into. Everybody's seen these people on these scooters and they're mm-hmm. they're reckless, you know, and it's so it's like maybe they have that same feeling, you know. Yeah. It's like when you're driving in the road, you should look ahead of yourself to check for bicycles, you know, in the bike lane. And so and give them plenty of room, uh, you know, because they might wobble. And when they do, you can hit the gas, like uh, (laughs) give enough time to really get some momentum. (laughs) But I don't want to do things about hidden cyclists and shit like that. So um, so anyway, those like that, that. So then I was like, well, wait a second. All right. So what are other times where you can, where you, there, you have that, where you, you know, you have those expectations in life. And so I dialed that into chat GPT and it came up with a bunch of those concepts mm-hmm. um, of. Um, yeah. You can share if you want to share it too. Yeah. Let me see if I can uh, get, uh, get that. Where is that one? Oh, here it is. Is that it? Okay. Well, one second. Okay, here it is. And this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'll share that. Um, I did this on Claude. Yeah, so, but Jamar showed me Claude. Honestly, man, I Claude's cool, but I, yeah, man, I got ChatGPT to I, fucking I, do. ChatGPT does leaps and bounds over it, at least in my I liked, opinion. I liked it. Like, I liked Claude at first because it gave me some different answers. But mm-hmm. now I like. You know, I I don't I like you know ChatGPT at this one was so much better uh, and faster than Claude. Um, so it's like, so it's like okay, so here's like what are some precautions that should be taken when playing certain sports? Mm. So I was like uh, taping ankles, wearing ankle braces, wearing you know helmets, volleyball, skateboarding, wearing a life jacket, water sports, canoeing. And it's like so it was like what are the expectations? So there was like to avoid collisions, staying hydrated, all that stuff at a cross. Uh, so and then I was like, when I pull out of the driveway in my car, I expected to check behind me to see if there's an obstacle with a child, a pet. I'm expected to stop the car. What are 10 other unique situations where there might there are similar kinds of expectations? And it says, when backing up any vehicle, you should check behind you. Yeah, we already established that. At crosswalk, drivers need to look for pedestrians. Uh, it's like the other day, um, I picked up a hooker, because that's what you do after you hit them. <laughs> um, that's Mitch Edward, by the way. Just like on a construction site, workers need to look out for each other and stop operating machinery. That's good. So I can you can tie that into like chainsaw. Uh. Uh, you got to look around because I remember like the story my dad told me. He said, my, you know, I was trying to teach her mother how to golf and I gave her a golf club. And before we established what the rules are, she drew it back to swing it and hit me right in the in the crown and it cut me. And of course, you get a cut on the hairline. Blood just starts pouring down your face. Right. And he said that he, so he said he had to get some stitches. And uh, so it's like that. I remember that story as a kid. So from then on, anytime I had a golf club, I always look around me to make sure nobody's 
make sure my my wife is nearby. You know, <laughs> right? I like that. It would take you all the way down. Right. It's going to be your mom, but <laughs> like father, like son. Right. So it's like or like um, mother, like son. <laughs> make sure I don't swing that golf club if my wife is not nearby. <laughs> I don't swing that golf glove unless my wife is nearby. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it sets up that, that expectation. Yeah. But I was just reading these, and I was like, so those gave me inspiration to take some expectations that are um, that are normally we're not we don't consider. Like in hockey, maintain awareness of players behind around you before shooting the puck. Uh, and then you can say, you know, when when you're playing hockey, you want to make sure you're aware of people that are nearby before you start you before you shoot the puck at their face, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that sort of thing. It's like um and so there's bo- boxing, martial arts, football, skateboarding, BMX, you know, all that type type of stuff that maybe you weren't thinking about. Yeah. As far as like cre- what creates expectations. So that was just one of the things that came to me. And I it's like also, that. It's also part of the way I'll probably apply those to the the extended chat GPT course. When does um, that happen? When is that happening? Well, I'm still, still in, in the throes of developing it. So even though people just want the original one, I think I might talk to Paula, see if we have that, and maybe I'll just put that into, uh, you know, put that into an introductory course. And then, cause people have been asking about it. And so put that into an introductory course and then, um, and then do the expanded course later, uh. you know, cause I'm working on it, but it's like, you know, at, at this pace, uh, I might never finish it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's what, um, that's kind of what, now let's talk about the workshop based on your experience. Uh, what did you think and what, uh, what would you say for improvements? Uh, thought it was cool. Definitely thought it was dope to see a lot of people there. Um, I thought, so for me, cause I'm like really deep and nerdy into this shit that, uh, I, it, it felt like a lot of re, 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 repeating for me, but again, repeating for is good. Cause it like nails things in and I was able to see things differently. So that would be that what I would like to see different, uh, it would be like more like, like you should do like a beginner's, um, meeting one or then like have an advanced one where like you just come in there and bam you just hit the ground running for like jokes agreed yeah or like even because i was thinking of this on the way home was to like even like send an email out and being like hey guys what is it that you want would would, what would what would you like to see me cover what is it that you want to have me talk about that way because you do have a you a lot of the people that you do got coming to you we know you we've seen you we've done a lot of those things so a lot of it is repetitive sometimes so if you come in with like all right so i did a i took in all these emails from everybody who participated thank you very much uh these are the topics that majority of everybody wanted to talk about these are what we're going to cover you guys good with it or you can even like do it before and then that's how you really niche out and get like people that are really into it and then bam they're going to come to those certain ones kind of like what you do with the a la carte you know what i'm saying where it's just like you know the certain ones but that's just my personal opinion like you know me i i've drinking your the no kool-aid Basically, yeah, thank you. Because I was gonna say juice, yeah, and, and, and every time right. you show up, I, I make sure it's purple cool. <laughs> you gotta have that grape stuff, baby. <laughs> but no, um, like that's it though, because like, but again, though, the repetitive is good because it it, it drills it in, it, it helps you to see things in a different light. It's like, oh shit, that is right. You know, it was interesting. It was like that. it was my first live first live one in a, in three years right yeah so it was like i felt a little rusty mm. and plus i was not happy with the fact that the that you couldn't hear on tv where i what needed it to be because there were so many examples i wanted to show that were on video but i had to bypass that and jump around yeah. a little bit so that was but everybody was very keyed in i think everybody was really um you know uh really digging some of the exercises, the writing exercises and stuff. So it was like, but yeah, you're right. That's exactly the thing I took a note on afterwards is it send out, let's send out an email and tell me what you liked about it, what you want to see next time. Mm. So we can customize for this, this, this group of people, an advanced version of it. 
yeah. so that you can come there and now take your skills to the next level. Yeah. Right. So uh, I think that's good. And also have the one that's sort of the introductory. Intr- exactly. Where, you know, where, hey, you're not that or you're just like you're. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's like right where it needs to be. Because, I mean, one of the things I'm considering doing, I've been and people have been like some people, business people have been like really encouraging me to do is make it so it is um, it's more of a turnkey thing that follows a certain structure uh-huh. and has the slides up there coaches people takes them through definitions exactly structures and then has them write it next one this one this one this one and you have like and different so, teachers different teachers all throughout the united can States. i sign up <laughs> oh yeah without a doubt without a doubt because when you teach you learn twice exactly I mean, you jeff reeb would be good yeah. there probably that guy brian would be good or cc mm-hmm. yeah she's real uh real good at that uh sort of thing so um she's and really helpful towards other people um i think uh probably um rachelle uh, would be good at that uh even though she was not in the course this mm-hmm. time but she's been in my courses before what about bob Ashley, kirk if she was around bob kirk uh bob kirk i love bob but bob has his own he still runs you know bob's older so and he's he got his, his instinct mm-hmm. that kind of he rides with despite the fact that i try to tell him you know here don't do make the list bob and bob will be like and he'll run with his instinct yeah. That he's done his improv instinct. His improv, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, because you got not, it. It's not teaching that process. You're not going deeper. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love to be able to scale it because if I scale it, now the business is sellable. Yeah. Right? So, in 10 years, if somebody wanted to take that business and, and buy it, you can buy it for a certain, it's now sellable. And it's like the guy who was in my course, Freddie. He's like, um, you know, made his first hundred million dollars by the time he was 50 mm. or 30. I'm not sure. Um, but he um, he he and his wife were kind of saying that to me. So you got to make this turnkey because you can really take this to the next level and um, and and create a framework that comedians all over the country can, or world can learn from your your, you know, uh, philosophies and structures and comedy and then. Um, and then, you know, it becomes something that's teachable. It's not just you. Yeah. Because another person, a business consultant came to study my business and came to a workshop one time and said, the problem is Jerry, the product is you. Mm -hmm. And it's gotta be a product that can be taught by anybody. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah. All right. Because all these philosophies, these structures are something anybody can learn. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't they be something anybody can, they teach? can teach? Exactly. Right? Yeah, so that's like, that's a big deal to, as far as scale, because I really would like to move into coaching for corporate. Yeah. More, because that's where, that's where know, the big the business bucks model are. is the bigger. Uh, and so many corporate people have been reaching out to me and asking me, you know, what that looks like. And I've got to come up with a model that would work and without, but I want to make sure I have a, Nice fulfilled product that would set it that helps comedians because mm-hmm. you know the, that's of course my first passion. That, yeah, making sure comedians can young comedians can get in here and have some tools that they can develop and become get into this business and you know get work. You know, Dude, structure is necessary. Structure is needed. It's like I can tell you right now, it's the, it's the open mic in Vegas, dude. Before we were able to get up, there was a lot of like. <laughs> yeah man that's why i wish i was there i was like so weird when i went uh i got this text before we left uh the jackpot uh-huh. and i was like um and i didn't look at it and then i got to the hotel and i opened the and then the person called and it was like uh you know jerry jerry man this is rel i was like hey what's up man he's like um could you help a brother out and I was like, yeah, man. He's like, um, we are op- the opening act, uh, music act is uh, late. And um, remember, we talked about it last time. If you can come and like open, that will keep everything moving. And I was like, sure, man, I'll come down there. He says, because we're going to have, we have a lot of people here and there's no act. And so I said, yeah, let me come down there. And so I went down there, do that. Uh, and I was like, if I was over the Skippy thing, that would have been able to see those. Yeah. Structure versus non-structure. Yeah. And then you could talk about it in the class the, yeah, the man. next day. But anyway, it was good. All the people were good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I have to reach out to Skippy, find out what the fuck happened. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we went over that a little Yeah, we bit. went over that, but yeah, I think it was yeah, I think it was because of that. And then there was just kind of like that uproar and you know, loud noises, and yeah, that's kind of like I think it's just overstimulation for Skippy, yeah, and it's yeah. kind of just like you're just like, yo, fuck this, I'm done. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. But it was <laughs> it was all my like I take full responsibility because I should have like I I said that not for Miss D to hear. It was just like, cause like I just do that, you know. Sometimes you're like, yeah, because he was all like, it wasn't that bad, or like you had said something, and then and then I was like, no, it was. And she's all looked back at me like, what? And I'm like, oh shit. And she took that so personally that she decided she needed to attack Skippy. Yeah. And go well, you know, if you're gonna come down on me, if you're gonna come shows, down on me, come on. I wasn't coming down on you. No, we were coming down. That was you were trying to help out. That was all me, man. That was all me. I take full responsibility for that. I don't want to call her that. She's working so hard and she's developed so much. Oh, dude, Miss D's dope. Time from when I first met her. Hey, hold on, real quick. Before I got, because I got to pick up Kingston, but I want you to see at least some of his jokes and then you can be like, okay, yeah, I definitely want to do a YouTube on this dude. All right, share screen. Let's go to there. Uh, share sound, share optimal. Optimize video for clip. All right. Diamonds on my wrist, oh God, because I swear the vision big. You hear Jerry or no? Big boy yeah, squad, yeah, yeah. Cool. Big boy squad, big boy nation, big boy squad, big boy nation. What's up, Dallas? I like his Jordans though. Look at you guys. I'm not used to this. Dallas is a little different. There's some ladies in the crowd tonight. I am not used to that. My demo, 18 to 36 bros. That's, that's what I specialize in. It's a real cock fest usually at these things. <laughs> I don't mind it though. I'm the bro whisperer. That's what they call me. <laughs> Are we vaccinated up in here, Dallas? Everybody vaccinated? Dicey, <laughs> dicey. I love you, Texas. That's how it is. I love it. I love it. There's always one guy. No fucking way, bro. That needle's not touching this fucking temple, daddy. As he says that, he's taking a nacho, dipping in nacho cheese. <laughs> oh, my bad, Mr. Whole Foods. My bad. <laughs> it's like doing a Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah, whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. This whole vaccination stuff, I'm not anti-vax, man. I'm vaccinated, but it's, uh, it's all in their marketing. They fucked this whole thing up in their marketing. Without Operation Warp Speed, when they launched that, remember they're trying to get everybody to get vaccinated? And they're like, yeah, go to Krispy Kreme, buy a dozen donuts, get vaccinated. Like, <laughs> the fuck? That makes sense. Fat people are like, hell yeah, fuck this. <laughs> it's so confusing. I called my mom. I was like, hey, mama, are you, uh, are you getting vaccinated? She's all, I wasn't. And then, you know, I love donuts. And fucking... <laughs> Do you remember the first dumbass that messed it all up for everybody? Scared the shit out of from, from getting vaccinated. Remember that idiot? He's all over the news stations. The first moron to get that Johnson & Johnson. Right? Clearly a math addict. They just... <laughs> Nobody checked into his background. Remember that? They put him on the news. He's sweaty as shit. He was on all the major broadcasts. He's like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got it done. I got that Johnson Johnson, bro. I don't feel good, bro. I can't stop sweating, bro. I feel like I'm growing wings. Bro. He's not doing too I'm gonna, bad. I'm going to lay low for a little bit on the vaccination. I'm just going <laughs> to... 
So where where moron? is where in his act does he really tank it? Because uh, the opening was solid, right? And it's fun. It's entertaining. I that's being a thing. little absurd I about the uh, I, over the little absurd yeah. about everything. He was pl- being really playful with a very sensitive subject. So I give him cred there. And what cracked me up? He was like going into oh you're dipping your fingers into the cheese sauce sort of thing. But you notice he's wearing an overshirt on his over his t-shirt because he's showing a little tub. Mm-hmm. And he's not letting people know he's trying to disguise it underneath that overshirt, just as I was at the at the workshop. You know, I know when I'm I know when I'm bloated. I haven't seen that's the thing. Everyone like I just I found out about him when I was watching the like most hated comedians. It's uh one he's one of the most hated comedians. Amy Schumer's another most hated comedian. But and so then, I'm gonna have to watch more of this guy and see yeah. where he goes into that. Part and I'm trying of- to find his special, but they he's smart because what he did is he started like this is like a couple of years ago he started like uh dca or whatever it is that you What's do that? on youtube to where you do copyright so you make, make people you shut down their that those videos because people were critiquing this video they were critiquing his stand-up and they were doing like commentary over it and he was like just shutting them all down so i don't know maybe he's oh. like i think i might be able to find it on like uh, paramount plus because i think it was like a showtime thing so i yeah. might be able to find it on there well you know but, you were in the a la carte where i showed how to how to re- screen record right yeah and no like i remember you, yeah i i got i'm in that a la carte i i missed that part of it because i was working at the same time yeah so like you gonna, just yeah. shut off hardware acceleration you go to settings in your um uh go to settings in your chrome mm-hmm. and then under settings you go to system mm-hmm. and it'll come up with It'll say hardware acceleration is on. You turn that off. So, and that's the way you beat. And then it won't hide your screen when you go to screen record, when you're looking at Netflix, Hulu, HBO. So it's like, now I'm able to record little moments that I want to use to critique and I can share those. And it's like, you know, I don't have to use the YouTube shit. I can do that on my own because it's like, that is now protected under the first amendment's right to, you know, uh, fair use yep. when I'm critiquing or or showing Ed, uh, or edu- educating. Yeah. So, yeah. so there you go. So that's uh, but that uh, definitely look at that. I like this beginning. It was making me laugh. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to so, watch the yeah, I'm going to watch the rest of this and then I'm going to see where he becomes critiques. hated. He's got to go into some. Sort well, he of- becomes the reason why he because this is just people just don't think his stand up is funny. It's not that this is the stand up that makes him become hated. What makes him become hated is he gets this hubris. He has this hubris that it. Uh, because of the po- he's mainly popular because of his podcast. So that's why people were coming out to these shows is because of his podcast. And then he starts becoming this serial um, because this is a lot of this happened during the Me Too movement where he was like, he's a married, but he would be hitting on all the chicks asking these girls to walk him back to his truck so he can make out with him and all this stuff. And a couple of girls were talking about that on on their podcast and he was denying it. And he still uh-huh. denies it to this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So that's how he became the most hated comedian. But uh, it's just he, it, and it was funny because he used to be friends with uh, Joe Rogan. And watching the beginning part he of his used stuff, to be friends with Joe Rogan. Rogan ain't friends I mean, with him anymore. What the fuck do you got to do to exactly. fuck it up with Joe Rogan? Well, there was a podcast. It was a podcast. Because Joe Rogan high fives fucking people who talk about having chicks blow them before well, they can get stage this. time. Well, check this, fucking Joey um, Diaz and those fuckers. <laughs> he um. He was on a Brandon Schaub and Theo Vaughn had a podcast and they were talking about how uh, like bald guys and all the like bald it's the subject of bald men came up and Theo was like, yeah, bald men, they they're, they they look good or something about they're not they, they don't do anything. They can't get anything. They're not they don't get any play. And then, you know, Brendan being, you know, Joe's friend, like, no, that's that's not dude. Joe Rogan, man. He gets he slay he slangs dick, meaning that you know he's fucking around and all this stuff. But Joe Rogan is white guy. Is that what this is about? (laughs) (laughs) He slings dick. Yeah, dude. It's like, come on, why are you saying that shit? So I think that's where, and then so that's probably why Joe started distancing himself from him and all that stuff. Yeah, nobody in private. You're talking about. We just had this conversation, didn't we? Yeah. Whatever you say in private is also what happens in public. Yeah. So it's like now. When you're saying that shit, I slang dick. And when you're in private, when the mics are off and when you're talking to your boy and all of a sudden he's talking about, oh, yeah, Joe Rogan slings dick. And it's like, oh, <laughs> shit. shit. It's like, Should've oh, man. Said that. 
<laughs> but yeah, dude, we gotta cut this one. I gotta go pick up the kids and stuff. But uh, Let's wrap it up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. It's good seeing everybody. It's good to be back on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll be probably we need to have a guest on here pretty soon, so we'll probably get a guest on here. Uh, it's good talking with everybody. Thank you for listening to my principles. If you think my principles are dope hit me back let me know if you want to see me do a video about it let me uh do that oh one more quick thing too i want to give a shout out i have a website uh Um, the thing about it is this because it's a website spacing is like i didn't realize that spacing needs to come into play with my sofa king funny so when it actually spells it out and reads it out it reads teddy be so faking funny so you can see me fake funny on my website so sign up all right y'all peace (laughs) here's an idea why don't you come up with a domain that is like teddy be faking funny or just fakingfunny.com uh-huh. and get that uh-huh. and then have it forward to Teddy B. Sofa King. And have what? So, oh, because it's like have a website that says faking funny and then have yeah. that go. So it's memorable. Like, uh, I have a, you know, when I was, when I started like stand up comedy clinic, yeah. stand up comedy clinic, it's a lot of shit for people to remember. Yeah. So what I did was I created signs and I had a domain that said learn to be like Teddy B to the number two be funny.com uh-huh. and that was would forward to my main site so oh. that they could remember that when they saw a sign on the street and that would just go to that that's site. a good point yeah the Teddy really B well. yeah that fake and funny is good shit alright cool I'm gonna do that alright y'all peace peace, peace.